Bloop de leep, bloop de leep, bloop. Recording. What's up, everybody? I am Andy Roop alongside Hypermind and Lost Drake, and welcome to Pardon the Distraction, the very first episode. Welcome, everybody. Say hello, boys. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Hello. So uh, we are in a little bit of a predicament. Um, you know what? Why don't, why don't you tell them about it, Drake? So... Obviously, we've been trying to get this uh, podcast going for quite some time, and we finally got all the kinks worked out and got all the graphics done. And we were so excited and so upbeat about everything. And then my AC went out and I live in Arizona and it's 112 degrees in my uh, studio. So we are pushing through the motion for you guys. We are going to have a good time with it. And uh, if I look a little wet. I apologize. It's not that type of site, but we're here to have a good time. That's all that matters. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So uh, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, you may not know us. You may see us every week. Uh, but you know what, Drake, let's start with you since you were just talking. Uh, why don't you kind of just tell us about you, where you you know come from, kind of things that you love in gaming and entertainment world. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, for everybody who doesn't know me, I am the Lost Drake. I am a partnered streamer over on Twitch. Uh, I also am on every other platform. Uh, the Lost Drake across the board, no matter where you're at, I'm there. The Lost Drake, you'll find me. Hi. Um, but uh, I'm a vet. I'm a family man. Uh, I live in Arizona. It is very hot right now. <laughs> and I'm here to have a very, very good time with all of you guys, because these podcasts are something that we have been trying to do for quite some time. And uh uh, yeah, I mean, that's really, really what the point of this is to bring a little bit of hype and energy to all of you guys in the podcast realm. Everybody always is doing podcasts, but we're trying to bring something a little bit different, helping people out, trying to bring that extra oomph to the podcast realm. So hi, everyone. Hope you uh, swing by and say hi all the time. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah. Very, very well. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like I'm professional. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, so uh, I am Andy Roop, and uh, Andy Roop, or I am Andy Roop on some socials, could never get the uh, Andy. There's like some guy that has Andy Roop on Twitter that hasn't had anything in like 50 years, but we'll see what we can do. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm a he musician. makes balloon animals. He does. <laughs> Where did you get that best. from? So, I yeah. don't know. I just made it up as we went, but it's fine. Yeah. Balloon, balloon, and and Andy Roop, give <laughs> give that proper Twitter handle. Give that you, man a follow. You son of a. Uh. Uh, All right. No. So uh, yeah, I'm a musician. Uh, I have a design degree as well, so you know I'm constantly in that. And uh, yeah, I, I play multiple instruments, as you can see from the studio. Um, a lot of lot of uh, producing stuff that I've done in the past. Uh, obviously, love games from when I was a kid. Uh, I'm a huge Marvel nerd. Me and my wife both are, are are both Marvel nerds. Not so much on the DC side, but you know we'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, no, I loved games since I was a kid. Uh, my very first one was uh, that I remember, especially with like multiplayer's, is obviously James Bond 007 uh, on the on the N64. Oh, Goldeneye. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye, Goldeneye. was. 
Golden Knight was kind of like. Funny, I have a funny story about that, but we can oh, talk yeah? about that later too. I don't want to get too distracted, but let's just just <laughs> say it involved one of those big projection TVs, and I burned the four quadrants into their brand new TV at my neighbor's uh, parents' house, oh, and they weren't very happy about us because no. we played it. We played it for three days straight and burned the uh, crosshair split screen as I punched my mic. Well, I think uh, from what yeah. from what I remember though, that's like one of the f- like. I mean, you know, I'm a lot younger than you guys, but like, I, wow. I think, wow, wow. I don't know about like that was, a lot. The f- that's it. This is where we end the podcast. Sorry guys. We're out. <laughs> this I, is, uh, not a matter here. Like actually, we have an opening now for a third. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. a little less insulting. Yeah. No, but I, I remember Dude. that like, you know, the friends and family coming over and, and us playing that games for hours. And I don't remember another game that really had that impact. I mean, I, I think anybody that plays games now have, you know, that was kind of the one game that they love to play multiplayer, right? You know, it impacted me when you called me old. Thanks. It's I feel good about it. <laughs> I mean, so so what was funny was we obviously had four in, in 64 controllers and we had this one controller that the thumbstick in the middle <laughs> would uh, get stuck. Yeah. Uh, and so you'd be running and then all of a sudden your character would just start. That was spinning. the very first dongle. Spinning around, the first analog stick, wasn't it? It was the funniest thing. Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, it was actually the first analog stick, wasn't it? Yep. Nintendo, man, they're just paving stick. the way. They really did. They did. They that, that was really the first analog stick. Now that I yeah. think about it, that was no. Well, I mean, if you want to call Atari, because Atari definitely had like well, the roll wheel. Yeah, but it was the first analog access. stick that replaced a D pad. Don't you talk about yep. my D? Oh, that's that's what this podcast is yeah, there we go. All right, we're progressing. Okay, we always had like the one controller that wasn't the official controller, and like yeah. everyone yeah. fought to not get stuck with it. <laughs> well, it was like a sewer shark or something. What, like, hell were they, what was that off brand you know, that everybody Game used? Shark. Was it Nyko? Game Shark or something? Well, like Game that. Shark was like the cheat system. Oh, See, like oh, this yeah, is why we're no, Game Genie, Game Genie. No, well, Game Genie too, but that was like Nintendo. But there was Game Shark too. It was the same thing. But no, what was the what was the 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 off-brand controllers what were they started with an n what were there was a nyko what was what the hell were they called nyko was one nyko was one because they made the they made they ended up making the peripherals for like xbox later like the chargers yeah like all the other stuff they were always like the third party company but like what what was the other company there was one other one what was it we're literally bringing it back. We're bringing it back right now because I literally it's going to drive me nuts now. You're going to look you, it up. You can talk. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, all, all, everybody's looking it up. All right. But yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like all of us like and, and you know, not to get too distracted too. I one thing that I want to chime in here. <laughs> uh, but, you know, this podcast is going to be all over the place. It's it's us having fun and enjoying ourselves and really bringing the entertainment factor of being distracted and how much we are passionate about being gamers and anime and comic books and movies and TV shows and the latest streaming technology and the newest consoles. And, you know, oh my God, Halo's coming out or, oh my God, this game's coming out or this game sucks or we love this, you know, like we're going to talk about it and we are not going to hold back. We are literally going to tell exactly how we feel and we don't want anybody to get offended by that. But the point of this is to really chime in and we want all of you guys to definitely put your feedback down below. Definitely, if you have any questions for us to hit topics on in the YouTube channel, make sure you guys do it down below. And also, too, the big thing here is, is that one thing that I didn't say how I met these two. And it is very important of how we started this podcast. So basically, Hypermind, which he's going to introduce himself here in a second. um, We actually met 
through somebody else um, and just ended up chatting and talking. And I used to have another company and we we kind of built a relationship through that end. But then uh, we started building the Lost City and the Lost City is basically my community and, and, and my my whole my whole uh, brand. Um, and we have all kind of developed into this giant brand entity. Um, and Hypermind is the creative mastermind behind all of that. He built it all in the Unreal Engine. The the whole thing is so amazingly cool, and it is next level. Like, there is no other stream like it. And we're trying to bring Pardon the Distraction into that, because even, even the background here is kind of a, a take on some of that, and we're kind of rolling everything in. But the Pardon the Distraction brand, all of our stuff is always going to be promoted on all three of our channels at all times. Even when we're streaming, we're going to be talking about it. We're going to be promoting it. And for everybody tuning in for the first time, if you've never been here before or well, nobody has because this is the first episode. But uh, if you've ever been in any of our channels, uh, either on Twitch or, you know, TikTok or wherever you're coming from, uh, our goal here is to really bring home the the nerd, the love, the passion for gaming and that is what we're all about so i'll let hypermind introduce himself so you guys can actually uh get to know him a little bit better but that's how we all kind of met we met through each other through the lost city development and uh hypermind knowing andy forever so we'll go ahead and let him talk but yeah there you go yeah just to touch on that too like we will have obviously we want people to comment on the videos and and have their input on youtube using the comment system but at the same time like all three of us live stream we'd love to have people come through the live stream and talk to us about the podcast, like come by, like ask questions, have your input. Be like, Hey, you know, I heard what Drake said about Naraka on, on the first episode. And I thought that was really cool. So, you know, whatever, like just come by, talk to us. That'd be great. We'd love to have, yep. you know, more people in, in all our channels. It'd be fantastic. You know, just, we love talking. Like that's why we want to know more about that's, you guys. Like, it's here. not just about us. That's why we're yeah, doing it. We want we want more people to be interactive with us because most podcasts, they just talk amongst their groups. We're going to bring on celebrities. We're going to be bringing on other content creators. We're going to be bringing a lot of people from the industry from different aspects. Maybe they're a game developer. Maybe they're an artist. Maybe they're literally somebody high up in Microsoft. Maybe they're an actual actor that you guys all know and love from like a CW show. We don't know what we're going to be doing. We're literally just going to be doing the best we can and bringing the best content we know how. And that's just basically by having you guys as an audience. So the more that you guys interact, the more that you chime in, the more that this will evolve and adapt to you guys. And we're all going to have our own individual segments as well. We're all going to do our own unique takes on things that we're extremely passionate that we may not be able to fit into the podcast individually on our own YouTube channels, which we're actually all going to start, I think, believe next week. Um, we're going full out on YouTube um, because we really want to make a presence here and and make sure that we're bringing new content that most people, you know, may have got somewhere else. But we are a different take because we are our own people. So like we would we definitely want to build up that community base with all of you guys. So um, Hypermind, I mean, I know I know you didn't really get to introduce yourself in full extent. So go ahead. I know I keep interrupting you. So there you go. No, you're good. Here this is a common distraction. Yeah, is, we're always distracted. Yeah, I, par I pardon your distraction. I pardon. I pardon. Um, no, I'm I am Hypermind and I yes, I am the uh, the 3D artist behind the Lost City as well as uh, the the artwork that you see on quite a few other channels as well. Um, you know, I've 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 worked with Andy actually for a long time as a, as a graphic artist. Um, you know, we worked together for, for numerous years. Um, and you know, I, I ended up 
getting laid off during COVID. So now here I am chasing a new dream. And honestly, like it's been, it's been a wild experience. Um, and we're, we're doing wonderful, wonderful things with it. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're exploring new territory and it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. We're having a good time. So, um, I, I used to play hockey. I did. I, I used to actually at a professional level, I used to play hockey. So that was fun. So I've got a strong passion for the NHL series. Um, I've been playing, I played NHL 94 when it first came out, you know, not to date yeah, myself. That's a great Again, game. Just to, you know, reiterate how old we are. Um, Drake, but, you're not uh, much of a sports, uh, gamer, are you? Right. Not well. Not well. Okay, look, look. Sports fan, not a sports game. Look, sports. Yeah, sports no, no, and you know, I definitely love sports. I love football. Uh, I love the NFL. I'm a big football guy. Um, and you know what? Like, I used to play street hockey because I lived in Arizona, so obviously we didn't have ice. Right. Um, like but, uh, but 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 we definitely used to play street hockey, rollerblades, and freaking we had nets and you know hawk pucks across the you know the street. But um, back in the Wayne Gretzky days. Um, but even so, like uh, you know. At, at the end of the day, like when it comes to sports games, I've I, I've never been a very passionate person about streaming them because I feel like it's a very tight knit community. Unless you know everything about the game, it's just there's no point of doing it. Um, and, and I'm a all or nothing type person. That's just the way I am. And I like to bring as much knowledge as I can. And if I don't know, like that's what I have friends for, because then they come and be like, hey, sure. do this. And I'm like, all right, right. cool. But, but, but I do, like, yeah, I do think, though, uh, hyper that. NHL 94 was like the the spark to me like because I, I was I never really played sports games all that much too and mobile until yeah well I mean not even 94 dude I on the what it was the super NES I think it was Sega Genesis. no Tecmo Bowl was original Sega NES Genesis. man oh, that, no no, no I'm saying I'm saying oh, that 94, 94 hockey NHL yeah. NHL 94 was the that was like the turning point for sports games that was the it was like the first one that really made it into a like you could tell they could make a simulator from it. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was the first time that it felt like the game. And and that like if you just look at it, even now, this year in NHL twenty one, they still brought back an NHL ninety four rewind mode with today's rosters, but in the style of NHL ninety four. Like that yeah. game is it's that impactful yeah for sports titles and fifa just follows suit right <laughs> fifa madden all of them they just they just follow yeah suit. they yeah they definitely they definitely all kind of hit their niche and then that's where those brands became like really prominent like ncaa and you know oh, even tech Bowl yeah. died out but then madden picked up where it left off and you know, there was there was so many there was so many games. Which NCAA is coming back? Which yes, which, is, it is. which I'm really actually excited about that. Um, but just just in general, though, like you know, to answer your original question, is like honestly, like sports games are not ones that I stream live, but I definitely still play them offline. You know, I definitely still dive into Madden every now and again. And you know, Madden hasn't changed too much over the last couple of years, which is unfortunate. But they. But 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 it's still it's you know, it's still a football game, you know, yeah. like it's still good yeah. to like play a game when you're missing some football and, you know, you don't have Sunday to tune in. You can play some games with your friends over the big screen, you know, so that's you know, that's kind of the way like I grew up in a different era. Like I, I know I keep dating myself here and a lot of people don't even know what the hell I'm talking about, like land parties where we literally just connected everything up with a cable. Oh, yeah. We didn't have Internet. We literally connected up with 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 each other. We had to bring the systems over and all the controllers and we would play. I still talk about this like on Halo one with Xbox Connect. That was like the first online experience. And we had to take the original Xbox, 
hook it up to this old makeshift server and we would have to find groups to play with. And that was like Xbox Live before it was Xbox Live. I mean, it really was like nobody created Xbox Live. I mean, it really did. Like a lot of people took it because Halo was such a big game. And and I played Halo 2 professionally. um, And and that was that was a big jump for me. Like Halo was the, the birth of me loving most of the Bungie style type games. Um, and then not only that, but just like first person shooters in general started there. Like a lot of people will argue that, but I really think that Halo took first person shooters to the next level. It wasn't Counter-Strike or all these other ones. I really believe it was Halo. Halo was like the one that really got everybody excited about multiplayer online games. So I think the argument would be that Halo made it mainstream. Yeah, Halo definitely made it mainstream. Yeah. Maybe not the best, but it was it was at the time it wasn't the best because Counter Strike was good. Yeah, it was huge. It was. Yeah, it was a I big didn't, I didn't yeah, it was into, like Fortnite of back then. <laughs> I didn't get into like multiplayer until like I was always just a like co-op kind of person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until, until I was true multiplayer. Like uh I think Bad Company, Battlefield Bad Oh my god, Bad Company is so good too. That was my one of my favorite games, shooter games. That that kind of got me into the shooter genre and like yeah. And that was one. And honestly, first, I think first multiplayer that I I did with Hypermind, like Which that one? was Ghost. I think it was or Ghost. Uh, you know what? Like Ghost gets a bad rap. That. I honestly think, like other than Modern Warfare Two, Ghost was my favorite. I really do. I know that's Mod- a strong statement. A lot of people Is were that- like, Modern Warfare Two was so good. So was Modern Warfare Three. But like, le- legitimately, there was something about Ghost that I loved. And so many people hate it. They're like, oh, bring Black Ops. And the dog. I was like, Bleh. like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, Ghost was just so good. It was the just dog, so good. Man. A little Je- German Shepherd. Well, I mean, right I mean the German Shepherd was dope, too. Right. But, but just in general, though, it was it was it was good. It was good. It was. Yeah. Good. Um, where where is that when it falls in the in the Call of Duty? It's like the what fourth or fifth? I think it's Call like the Duty? seventh. Oh, it's actually the line. Ghost. Yeah, no. It, yeah. Line. Ghost. Ghost. It was like it was, so we had Call of Duty four. Then we had, which was the first modern warfare. That was the one that and got then, me hooked. That was that was that was the one with the with, that was the one with the Ferris wheel. Remember when you went to was it Chernobyl? Was that where we went? Yeah. Where the Ferris wheel? Mm-hmm. That map was so dope. Um, but then the you had dope. That was but then they but they didn't start that three year cycle thing where they did like every year it was Treyarch, uh, Sledgehammer Games, and then and Infinity uh, War. Uh, infinity ward it that didn't start until i think like after i want to say black ops one black ops ones was the start of that but then that was then Treyarch's first first tip, that was I their think. first one right that was their first one and then so. and then zombies zombies is what kind of sparked a whole nother thing in itself which i won't even get into that because i can't stand that goddamn game which but that's that's in world at war yeah it was world at war for that one but i'm just remember. i'm saying in general who no, no, it did. It, it, did it was World of War. War. Who made uh, it? That was Sledgehammer, I believe. Right, let's look it up. Now look it up. Now, now we need to know. That's up. Write it down and jot it down. No, but like legitimately, though, like any anybody who played Call of Duty over the years, we we all know the state of Call of Duty now. We won't dive into Ooh. that right now. That's a whole that's nother an episode in itself. That's, that's an episode in itself. <laughs> the Activision War. Blizzard stuff. We don't even want to get into that, 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 that stuff right now. We're going to touch on a couple Blizzard games uh, in this podcast, too. But that will be because it is actually happening right now, yeah. right now, uh, 10 a.m. this morning. Um Blizzard uh, launched the per- first alpha for Diablo. 
Um, and uh, if you pre-ordered it, you get to jump in. It's eight-player multiplayer co-op, which is the first. That's just insane. That's going to be great for streamers. Um, but right now, with all the stigma, are you going to stream it or are you not going to stream it? Like, and that's that's something that a lot of people don't even really, you know, is that going to happen? But we'll get into that. That's that's a little bit down the podcast. But but yeah. So like I said, like this this is going to be a plethora of of good knowledgeable information of all the new movies uh today actually uh titans just came out dc because we're going to be talking about just started season three three episodes just dropped and and i haven't watched any of them yet have you guys watched them yet no uh no i've actually i was about to say you haven't I've, watched it at all? I have not oh my God. Titan all right, so yet. I'm going to so, binge watch it for the next so, one. Yeah. So anybody that knows me, all right, so I'm a big comic nerd. I literally grew up with DC and Marvel. I'm more of a Marvel fan. And I will say this right now, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, I hate this guy already. But legitimately, here's the thing. When it comes to DC, the comic books were good. But the, the, the movies, not so much. I'm not a fan of them, but the animated series, and I know we can all agree on this, all the DC animated series and shows are fantastic. They are so good. Now, there are some good DC movies. We all grew up, you know, watching the old school Batmans. If you're really, really old and no offense to anybody out there, but Adam West, like Adam West was Batman. Um, You know, there's so many different genres of Batman and different variations of them. Now, it's kind of hard to keep track of all of them, to be honest. But and and same with Superman. We've I mean, we we literally (laughs) there's been so many different renditions and everybody immediately is going to say Christopher Lloyd. But then again, there also has been a lot of really good Marvel animated shows. Like lately you you can't take lately. away the 90s well, x-men no okay look I mean, look that that was a different era okay Ooh, that this the spider-man the spider-man and x-men in the 90s was amazing was and anybody who hasn't watched it if you're younger and you never got to watch disney it plus. disney plus go watch that right now it's so good when was the um the original Spider-Man series, the cartoon that was on TV, the one that you always see the GIF where they're pointing at each other, was that the that original, the like 70s? the old school one? That was, was like the '70s, '70s, 70s or '60s. It might even be yeah. sooner than that, dude. I love that, that was a show. long. It was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Show way before our time. Fantastic. Spider-Man was like my of Marvel. Spider-Man was my favorite for the longest time. See, okay, now time. on this topic, this is totally. Look, here we go Pause. again. Pause. All right. Pause. World at War was Treyarch. It was Treyarch. It was Treyarch. So oh, I was right. So no, no, I said Sledgehammer. Never mind. I said Sledgehammer, but that's yeah. that's Treyarch has always done zombies, and that's where zombies first showed up was World at War. That makes sense. And they made yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's well, kind of and everybody in the Call of Duty community is be like, oh, we already hate these guys. Um, but look, <laughs> I, um, look, we don't even know a game. Like, you know, how many Call of Duty games have we had? I mean, it's like they're they're. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, just, we there's just so many. Well, yeah, that's why I asked so, where Ghost was because I was like, I don't even know where. I think Ghost. Was. Well, so so do you have the list of how they came out? Did you pull that up or no? No, but yeah, I like, grabbed in, it in order. Yeah, Ghost I'm sure. Was, Ghost was right before. Um, was it Advanced Warfare? Advanced Warfare, uh, and that we can all agree was kind of weird. All right, we got Call of Duty. Call. Of I will Duty. say, I will say this right now. I I want Blackout to come back. That was the best multiplayer BR on the market 
I loved it. I don't know why they took that away. I don't like Warzone. Yep. So you had. Uh, oh wow! I, Ghost was way, way. It was after Black Ops Two. Yeah, it was a while down, dude. That's what I was saying. So what was the order? Read it off, because I know you haven't. Call of Duty, Call of Duty Two, Call of Duty Three, Roads to Victory. That was probably a mobile game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare, War at War, Modern Warfare Two, Black Ops, uh, Modern Warfare. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, Modern Warfare Three, Black Ops Two, Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops Three. Infinite Warfare, World War II, Black Ops 4, uh, Modern Warfare. They throw Warzone in there. And then uh, Cold War. And then yeah, Black, Black Ops, Ops Cold War. And now we're going World War II again. Vanguard, which is called Vanguard. That's the new name okay. from what I've, what I've read online, right? Is, am I correct about that? I don't Doesn't know. Say anything. I haven't seen anything uh, about it. Look, look it up. Put Call of Duty uh, Vanguard. I think that's what it's called. And that's the one it is going back to World War II. Um, but uh so so anyway where we were going with this yes, whole discussion vanguard. is it is vanguard okay yeah because there's been little hints and and seeks and and there's actually some leaks actually i read this morning about it um that uh it looks very promising like a lot of people are actually really excited about it and it's so different than all the other call of duties which is definitely what we need we need a new yeah, call of duty like shake i love i love okay look i love call of duty but it has gotten to a state where it's just with the negative stigma of the PR stuff right now, and a lot of people don't even want to touch it because we want to encourage and support people. We don't want to leave it to the point where we're like, all right, well, do we do we discourage and uh, leave behind the people that actually develop these games? Because they work their butts off to make these yeah. games. But also at the flip side of this, right? Like we all of us grew up with first person shooters. We all loved them. And if you don't, you're an RPG guy. I am too. I'm a big RPG. My favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy seven. Still to this day, obviously, the remake is amazing. And I've worked with Square Enix on these games. And it's it's uh, it's it's uh, I love story. I love story based content. I always have. So when they started taking campaigns out of the multiplayer, people yeah. are like, oh, I don't care about that. Like Battlefield just did that again. Call of Duty did it. It did not work. So it'll be interesting to see how Battlefield, they said that it's going to be infused in the multiplayer, kind of like Titanfall 1 was, but that was still didn't even hit the mark. So there, there's so many games we can jump around and we can talk about all these things. If it's going to be World War II, though, how are they, how are they going to infuse that into Warzone? They have? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't think Warzone is going to be a thing. I think that's going to go away. I think it's mm -hmm. going to be, or they're just going to convert Warzone into the whatever the yeah, current whatever. follow suit maybe yeah. they'll take maybe they'll take it over just like what they're currently doing and they take it over and start working on that i don't know i don't know how they're going to do it it's such a mess it's going to be I, really there's nothing more the frustrating the there's nothing is hard so yeah. let me ask you this all of you guys who have a new generation console i have a series x do you have a series x andy no i do not okay so you're a pc guy right man i have i have my original xbox one on my desk oh you have the old you have the old yeah, break got it black one that's i know, like and I know hypermind big. has a series x i know that because when he got his he was so excited it's still working um, by the way but, but but i'm just gonna say this like after literally sitting down and seeing the amount of data that you have to download to play just <laughs> yeah. one of those games yeah it's insane it is so disgusting compared to every other game like it takes up your whole hard drive and it, and it's not just one because then you like load up Warzone. It's like, oh, you can't play this because you haven't downloaded the map packs for a game that you don't play in Cold War. You're like, what? 
what i thought this game was free i don't, I don't know I don't, it's so confusing what they've done and and maybe that's just me maybe that's i don't know well, it, a lot of people don't have that problem don't but I, I, I hate it shaders yeah yeah, yeah. We get me started on updating shaders before i gotta play a game instead of uh instead of selling the disc they should sell a hard drive with it preloaded and you just plug in your hard yeah right hard drive well i mean like... we're in that that case <laughs> we won't like the the expansion base for the series x 219 dollars and the system is 500 it's like dude that's half the cost of that's the system insane. That's it's, insane. it's insane and now people are starting to come out with seagate just came out one for the ps5 and now they're starting to come out with other ones too which is good which now, is good can, can the ps5 uh because i know with the older versions of the uh playstation the hard drives were kind of like iffy to plug into them it i know it didn't i know the xbox take... you can you can plug them in and, and it didn't it was an time. update that they i think just recently um put like, into are, you, are you pigeonholed to get a playstation hard no drive, so you know so I mean? so that was see that's the thing is it was a specific type of hard drive not so much the brand it was more so the specific oh, gotcha, type gotcha. and they were so expensive at the time because it's also around the same time that the pandemic happened things started going shortage things weren't being able to made chipsets weren't being able to made they weren't being able to be distributed from china and anywhere else that they came from and so basically everything kind of went and that's also why we have such a huge limited stock of of series x series s because the bluetooth chips like even in phones you go to buy a brand new phone you can't even get them there on back order right now because of the bluetooth right. chips so it's like there's all these different things that obviously add to variables in that so but um right. today total i'm gonna throw a total curveball at you guys uh today the first Good. batch of merch came out for far from home for the new spider-man we Ooh. still have not got a trailer for it but in the T-shirt designs, uh -oh. it literally is looking like it is 50% of the populace believes Spider-Man and supports Peter Parker. For anybody who hasn't seen the movie at the end, Mysterio. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. But literally at the end of that movie, uh, Mysterio outs him and basically says, hey, he's Peter Parker. And he does it live to the entire world. Well, supposedly on these T-shirts, it's showing we we believe in Mysterio. And so people are starting to think that the world is divided, that they believe Mysterio, the bad guy. And then the other half is believing Spider-Man, Peter Parker. But there's also all of the T-shirts have Doctor Strange and Spider-Man on every single T-shirt. And it's split down the middle. So it looks like he is a main character, just like kind of like iron man was in the first one um and he is basically they're time traveling together or going through the multiverse together which we already kind of speculated already as it is because um there is so much that is being discussed about this about all right how are they bringing electro how are they bringing doc ock because they've already been confirmed that they are coming back uh, and and we're talking Jamie Foxx Electro. We're talking Doc Ock. What was the actor's name that played Doc Ock? He's amazing. I love that guy. Uh, I can't uh, think of his uh, name though. Right off the top of my head, an Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, an Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, no, he, though, no, they, uh, the no, the 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 original, the OG, the third, the first three with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, the Doc Ock from that. Um, but anyway, so he's coming back and then there's now rumors that you know we got andrew garfield he's going to be in the movie and then there's also going to be toby mcguire in the movie along with tom holland so all three but these costumes that they're showing 
it actually shows Spider-Man in a black and white outfit. And he's shooting his spider webs, but instead of spider webs, he's shooting portals like Doctor Strange portals. Oh, interesting. it looks weird. Wow. I, it, it is it is insane looking uh, and and uh, definitely maybe some we can maybe pull this up post credit or something that we can pull it up and show you guys. But it's it's just so crazy um, Alfred how Molina. this looks. And it just looks so. Yeah, we can put a link to it so you guys can check it out. But like these things are so cool. And we haven't even got a trailer. We still got uh, Shang-Chi coming out, which I'm the, the, yeah. the Ten Rings. That looks so good. What if just started, which uh, if you guys have not seen what if all three of us have watched it, um, we're going to talk about that here in a second. And then also uh, right after that, we got the Eternals in November. And then we have Spider-Man after that. We also have Hawkeye this year, which is going to die this year. Hawkeye is this year and also Miss Marvel which is going to go into Kamala Khan. So we're going to get all we're going to get all this year. Oh, no, those those are they haven't gave solid dates, but they are this year. Hawkeye just got the release date, um, but they are all this year unless they change it. But for right now, that's that's what I mean, is let's be honest, you know, and I mean, and then Venom. But that and Venom. And it got pushed. That got pushed back today. Uh, what what was what was the what was the official pushback today? What was the pushback on that? It's gone to October twenty fourth, or it was it it got pushed back two weeks. I think it's it's down to like October seventeenth. It was supposed to come out in September, and it got pushed back to October. October. And so a month isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad. At least it's not pushed back into twenty twenty one. And let's just all be real. Everybody's excited about Carnage. Oh yeah, Carnage yeah. is my favorite villain. October and the fact no, that he's my favorite uh, out of Woody any Harrelson, comic book, he is my favorite. He's gonna do so good. Acting. Woody Harrelson as Carnage. I mean, the guy is a great actor, but he's so crazy that it's perfect for him. Like being a, a, a psychopath serial killer is the perfect role for Woody Harrelson. I mean, it really is. Okay, like, I'm, I mean, it, I'm gonna put you on the spot, both of you. When do you think that? Venom will appear in the MCU or do you think he'll appear in the MCU? Okay, so this the mm. the only way it's tough. The only way they could do it is it's got to be through Spider-Man. Spider-Man, right. It has to be through Spider-Man. And Mm. and Spider-Man now. Because he's only signed up for how many? Holland? So. So, so, so here's the thing. So is his contract. Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige literally officially stated that no actors are going to have multi-signed contract deals going forward, uh, especially after the Black Widow debacle. Um, And uh, and so people are going to be movie by movie so they can change out the characters if they want. I don't really agree with that because that I think that's what made the Marvel Cinematic Universe universe so amazing because we could rely on the same characters and they never changed them because I will tell you still when you watch Iron Man one and Rhodes changed in Iron Man two yeah. it was a different Rhodes yeah, yeah 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 to be honest with you I loved the first Rhodes better and that's nothing against either one I of the actors Man it's Tito, just though. literally he's he's yeah. just he was he was perfect for that role he had a little I bit agree. more comedy to him and a little bit more like like sexiness in a way that like he matched Tony Stark. You know what I mean? Like the, just the charisma, he had I guess a you could say. he had a yeah, swag. He had a swag. So, whereas in, uh, what, what's, uh, Don Chittle's the new one. Don Chittle. Yeah. So like he, he's not as, 
as swaggery. And he's short. Well, well, I don't care about how, but he just really just isn't, he isn't like, he's not, he doesn't portray like that same Tony Stark vibe, whereas in the other actor did. So like that, but it like switching up those characters, it was so subtle because that was when the MCU really started. Tony Stark uh, and, and, and that buildup of his character made the MCU. Without that movie, that nothing, we would have never got any of this stuff that we're excited about now. Literally, Robert Downey Jr. is the reason why we have the MCU. Because if he wouldn't have had a killer performance in that movie, we would have kept getting the Incredible Hulk movies. Yeah, and those are. Did you see that tweet that went out? Like the one. Which one? Well, Matt Damon made a reference to. It was just an example, but he's like, actors are interchangeable. Like people, you need to fall in love with the character, not with the actor. And there was so much backlash because there was like, if you put anyone else, and he referenced Iron Man, he said anyone could have been Iron Man type of thing. And there was so much backlash because everyone said, if you put anyone else in that role, there's no MCU. So the same thing with, with Wolverine, like Wolverine Wolverine and Deadpool. Shoot, yeah, nobody else. Ryan Reynolds was made for that part, and he is that character. He is that character off screen, like even in his advertisements, the way he talks, like yeah. even in Free Guy, the new movie that's coming out literally today. Um, that that which is also a skin in Fortnite, if you guys didn't see that. Um, oh, yeah, literally, oh, they're fun. making the dude, they're making the dude. <laughs> the big yoked out version of him like that is they made him the character and there's like a whole character arc in Fortnite. so they just have like a running tab with these studios of like no they have to like literally it has to be the biggest licensing contract department in in history their legal has to be so on point for that because there's so many characters in that game it has to be the biggest crossover universe ever Fortnite has got that on lock like people may bash on that game it is the metaverse it is the metaverse. Is I mean, you got Master metaverse. Chief. When did you ever think you were going to see Master Chief and Kratos in the same fucking universe? And Morty fighting, fighting against Morty. Or Morty. Yeah, Morty <laughs> yeah, is a hammer. Morty. Yeah, well, no, literally Rick is in it, but Morty, Morty is yeah. a hammer yeah, yeah. in the game. You know what I mean? And then Ariana Grande has a concert in it. You're like, what? What is happening right now? Like, you know, you have Dead Mouse doing a concert and you're like, what is what, what, what's happening? I was event. You I will, yeah, I will say that yeah. that game, you know, and I know we're probably getting a lot of people hate on it. That game, like, I'm not like kind of I, I like playing it every once in a while. I can't play it like all the time. Yeah, like, me too. To me, that game engulfs you in the community more than any game out sure. there. To me, like you've got all these. I mean, you got five year olds playing it. Although they're kind of crazy, seventy year olds playing it. Those live events are unreal. Some of yeah. the like the cinematic part of where what you're doing. The 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 freaking did black you guys see the Ariana Grande concert? I didn't. No, I wasn't available. It literally, it's it's literally a a giant Ariana Grande swinging on a swing while you're surfing on paint in a in a half pipe, going underneath her, and she's doing her concert, and then you like blow up in a rift, and then she's walking upstairs, and it's like it looks like a Rorschach paint. It's it that it was nuts. It's that nuts. sounds like a dream I've had. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, look, let's step away from that. All right, maybe we might have Ariana Grande on this video podcast on one day, acid. and she'll never come on here if you're creeping. <laughs> like a video game on acid. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's. But you know what I mean? Like, who would who would have thunk it? You know, back in the day when 
you're going to have a, a star do or, or two or the Travis Scott thing, the same thing. Yeah, the Travis like, Scott thing, yeah. Being able to that have was a crazy. concert and so in a video game or or the the Star Wars thing. I mean, we go back to that, too. Like the Star Wars trailer inside a video game. Yeah, like, that yeah. is insane. That, but it, they, that, they that's J.J. Abrams. They had J.J. Abrams come into the game and come and out on stage and talk yeah. to you. And then, yeah, and he's referencing creators that are watching it. Yeah. He's like, oh, I see. Yeah, I see Doctor Lupo. Like, I see all. The, it was insane the way they did yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm honestly well, believe they are literally paving the way for what we saw in Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's. A very I mean, that's point. literally the future that's of video games. That's exact. That we all be real. That's, that's going to happen eventually. That is the future of the environment that we are heading we, for. And as Fortnite as long as we don't building that structure. Look, as long as we don't end up like Wally. And we end up like Ready Player One. I'm okay with yeah, it because all those yeah. Wally people, man, everybody jacked into their chairs I, and they never left. Like, I kind of already look like some of those guys. You look like Wally? No, it's some of the some of the guys that are just sitting there. And they, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to segue out. You know what's an, another another game that has those <laughs> Jesus those another game that has that same sort of licensing is Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket oh, League. Yeah. Has yeah. a lot. Rocket, but they've had the Warthog. They've had the DeLorean. It's literally had it's, the Batmobile. It's, it's Hot Wheels on crack. That's literally what it is. It's Hot Wheels on crack. Yes, but it still, but it still has that that metaverse. It's crazy how many people together. still play that game. Oh, it's my crazy kids how love that game. Like, like so many, but it's it. I honestly think there's a lot of people that still are diehard. They're still in Rocket League tournaments and. And there's so many people. And and if one thing that happened from the pandemic, you know, and I'm going to dive into this, too, just a little bit. One thing that happened with the pandemic is how many people came together. Offline and online during the pandemic, look at TikTok and it's boom, look at video games and how much they boomed, even though we didn't have a lot of video games in 2020 because everybody couldn't even make them. Right. Yeah. But then people were also more skeptical and more they more they were more alienated and not only that, but 2020 was just a hot mess. We can all agree on that, but just um, also on the flip side of the whole setup of 2020, you got games that came out and everybody was waiting for them forever. And they came out and they, they weren't what we were expecting, but because everybody was home and everybody was expecting these great games that were so molded and talked about forever and they weren't what we were expecting. Man, the backlash. I, I know back. I, look, cyberpunk. I will say this right now and I will defend the developers until I die. That game had so much potential. And even now, even now, they're still working on it to make it better. I did not have the problems that so many other people did. Yeah, I had a Series X. I played it. I enjoyed it. I had people with literally brand new graphics cards that couldn't even play the game. I don't know because I didn't experience that. But at the end of it, at the end of it, the big key was that they continue to work on it into 2021. And now here we are and people are enjoying the game more than they ever had. They actually said that a lot of people are coming back to play it because they wanted to all get all the bugs fixed yeah. and everything else. And that happened with Avengers too. Avengers next week has the expansion that was supposed to come out. But obviously Chadwick passed away, unfortunately, and they didn't want to bring up any of that for his family or any of the fans because it was so close to home. And he was Black Panther. There's another person yeah, that was perfect for too. that character. Yeah. 
you talk about cyberpunk and Avengers, like to me, and even like Destiny and you know Grand Theft Auto. Let's say, like you've got all <laughs> these games that, like, the companies are still you're trying to get muted, and uh, they're still Europe. Trust me, I'm sure you're already. Very I'm already chopping at the bit to attack. Warm, warm in that. No, hey, but no like, I, I was warm two hours ago. <laughs> but no, I'm saying like I, I love to see when when the companies are actually still putting out content and still trying to develop the game and like and i think that's what some of the frustration is with like call of duty and warzone it's like all these people are crying for an anti-cheat crying for this or that and the other and they're just like eh, screw it i'm we're, good we're not you know what i mean no so and, so, and then oh. you've got and but then you have like cyberpunk who goes all right guys listen i know this was bad it came off really bad we're gonna do everything we can to, to fix to it make it to fix it right? was another one like that yes and 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 so you like, was another game like all that. these bugs and all these things or whatever it may be and i think look i get it you know you you test the game as much as you can there may be something out there that doesn't you you overlooked or whatever it may be and then all of a sudden you know you've you've got you know the so guy walking and his that lower half of his body is two feet behind him. You know what I mean? And it, it ruins yeah. the experience. But it, it, to but me, you're going to push for Especially it. if you're a content creator, though, that's funny moments for a content creator. Now, if you're offline just playing the game as just a everyday person who just wants to play the game to experience the story, that's where I could understand, which there's a lot more of those than there are streamers. There are. Perfect. There are a lot more casual Absolutely. people that just literally pick up the game and wants to play it with their mom or dad, or they just picked it up because, oh, it's a new game and I want to buy it. There is way more people than streaming. And and, you know, I used to be one of those people. I used to be one of those people that literally was a completionist. I would complete every single game. I'm almost up to 200,000 gamer score. And but that slowed down so dramatically when I became. A streamer because I could never finish games because it was always on to the next. Yeah. It was well, always on to the next it's like, game. It, it's it feels like and the, the the rate and pace at which these things come out, it's very difficult Way when, you're to, when you're trying to stay relevant. But the fact of the matter is, is you create your own relevancy by the content that you make with what you have. Right. So yeah, to it to a degree. Right. The, the, I understand like when the new game comes out, like everybody's got to be on it, that type of thing. But you see it yeah. with streamers all the time. You go back to something that's old. There are people that like, you go back and you stream Fallout. You'll have a an influx of people that show up because yep, there's because they love that game because they love that game and they're craving it and they want to see it. Now, just to hit back to Cyberpunk real quick, you're talking about like they they know they botched it and they said, look, like we're gonna do everything we can. Now, the thing that went on the back burner with Cyberpunk is multiplayer, right? Because that game is slated to have multiplayer. Now they've referenced things similar. They did say that it's coming. They did. They haven't said it's not coming. But yeah. In, in no, no, they did say that it is coming now. They so did say they, that. They they've had to go back and they have to redraw the way that they're I mean, that's what that's what she DLC. said. Yeah. What? Wow. Oh, right. Bad joke. Wow. Wow. Like you have to just force it in. That's what she said. Wow. Wow. All right. Okay. Anyway, point being, now. There was a, I saw an article, it was hypothetical, but once multiplayer gets added and you have that surfer, server capability. Surfer or server? Server. Okay, got it. Once you have that server capability, it opens the door for the potential for RP. Now, Which Cyberpunk would really cool. RP would actually create the environment that 
they initially marketed that yeah. you would be able to do because the whole concept was live in night city and live this story out the way that you want it to be. But you, you weren't able to do that in the game right. that was currently presented. It was very, it was a lot more linear than that. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think that if cyberpunk were to come out in multiplayer and an RP came out that it would just dominate Oh, I would love it. And for anybody who doesn't know what RP is, can you explain what that is? Because there it's, might be it is a role play modification that is applied to the game. So Grand Theft Auto currently has an RP that you are a role playing mode that you can sign up for, register for through various servers um, that allow you to actually role play within the game. You can take on a character um, of your choice. It can be whatever role you want, but you are living inside the world of Grand Theft Auto. And you could be a jeweler, you could be a car thief, you could be a cashier, you can, whatever it is that you want to do in that, inside of that world, you can do. So it's amazing. It, it, it's quite incredible what they've been able to do with it. So being able to take that same concept and apply it to a cyberpunk environment with the game mechanics that cyberpunk has with the 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 traversal and the yeah the driving and everything else that cyberpunk has that those those mechanics that would be so i personally think it it would it would blow up that game to be bigger than what we originally even anticipated from the original marketing that they said it would be well because it will allow anybody to create their own story instead of just having to follow the same path that originally came out you know it's a beautiful game too like yeah yeah, it it was minus some of the bugs it was gorgeous yeah it's absolutely stunning environment yeah i mean it was was probably one of the huge cyberpunk fans so that obviously appeals to me i mean drake cyberpunk like we you know I modeled yep. city and cyberpunk. So that, that whole yep. concept is that's what we're shooting for. And, and to yeah. see that city, like when you're in that city and the traffic's moving and there's just, there's you're, you're being force fed advertisements and it's, it's, it's all keep in mind. These are all fictional, fictional products inside the cyberpunk world yeah, yeah. And they don't mean anything they that nobody have. even knows what they are or what that but they literally but you know what they, they are full yeah. full marketing campaigns for fictional products inside a video game like that's yeah. how much detail that game yeah. carries yeah so it's it's really incredible and i really how, bi- how I, big I really is it hope it bounces back how big of a game was that like size wise gigabytes like it was monster wasn't it was uh, it more than like no, call of duty or was that big I, really, I think it was, I think it was big. like 40. I think it was 40. I, I never 50. played it because I knew as soon as I went to go play it there, all those bugs came out and I was like, well, I'm, I'm well, you know what? Look, I've always been a firm believer and this is something that I will definitely hold true. Like I am, I don't listen to reviews anymore sure. unless it's like really bad. Fifth element, which is my favorite movie of all time. I, that movie tanked when I was a kid, yeah. but I love that movie. And it's even now it's like a cult classic. Like everybody loves both of those movies and they had a bigger following after they came out. And now they're like, Oh, let's make another one. You know, 20 years later, there's so many, so many games that are just fantastic out there that people get wrapped around and absorbed into. And that is the passion that you're going to love. And you're going to see in content. Like if you're playing a game that you're not enjoying, if you're not enjoying it and you don't like it, 
like that's going to portray in your face. You know, I think, shows, I think too, there's, it shows a hundred percent. And I think, yeah. do you find, cause I've, I've, I mean, Andy and I've had this conversation so many times. Do you find that gaming has become for you personally, a lot more of a social activity than a personal activity? Oh yes. 100%. Absolutely. It, I honestly cannot like, play a game offline anymore. I feel weird. It yeah. feels, it feels, it feels disconnected. Yeah. Well, we were talking about like single player games and like campaigns and like that. And like, oh, I love we, used those to, we used to dive into them. those a lot, but now like yeah. when we go to play a game, it's like, Oh, well, what are my buddies playing? And then we'll go play that. You know what I mean? Well, so, so I'll give you a prime game like, right, right now. One, so Assassin's I, Creed Valhalla. There you go. That's one. But so I that's a single player game. Tell you how many times I've sat down to play a camp, play a campaign game. And can't finish it. Not even that. I sit down to play a campaign game and then I see Andy's on. Yeah, so you go jump like, and play Apex. Oh, uh, you want to go play Call of Duty? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because then I get to talk to my buddy. Yeah, true. You know, and well, I like even a lot even of campaigns when... alongside other people too. So yeah, I would have friends where like with yeah. Assassin's Creed. I'd say the like, Republic. Yeah, there you go. Like yeah, I would play. We would sit in a party and chat, and then we're we're each playing like our own version of the game, right? Because it's a camp, yeah. single player. Like you can't do anything else. Oh, where are you at? Oh, you know, I'm about to assassinate the queen. Whatever. Great, that's awesome. Uh, let me know when you're through it, or if you need help or whatever, because I just did it, you know, two hours ago. So yeah, it's like it's that, but that was like that's the closest I could get to playing a campaign now. Yeah, I I can't do it on my like sitting you, down by myself. And, I I can't just sit down by myself because I feel like I should be doing something else. And why why haven't they made more co-op campaigns? Yeah, that's that. Okay, that's, look, this is gonna get me heated perfect. real quick. All right, oh, I know, oh, no, I gotta chime Sweat in. Session. Yo, you definitely got me worked up. No, you really did. So, look, I do not understand. And any game developer that is listening to this podcast here now forever, <laughs> all right, literally, please make, make more games. Yeah, well, look, kick, no, punch, yeah. call in the mind if you can <laughs> test me. I'll show you fine. Go teach this, go to beach, and nevertheless, listen us from teaching out. Well, yeah, there we go. See, look, I still remember. All right, so look, um, but legitimately, though, why aren't there more co-op games, right? Look, so Diablo, which comes out today for the beta, right? Yes, eight-player co-op. It is the first game to have an eight-player co-op. You know how amazing that's going to be for streaming? Eight friends. You don't have to be like, oh, sorry, bro, you can't jump in. You're going to have to wait. Yeah, no, you have a jump in four. eight people. And like I mean, the four, and then I know I don't here, have one okay, friend, look, so. look, well, well, you, you have at least three here, so you're fine. And and one well, of you them is need, your you sub, don't need subconscious. Friends. You just need the one friend that has a bunch of other people that are going to play. Yeah. Right. So between yeah, yeah, me, yeah. between the three of us, if you're streaming, I'm streaming. Drake's streaming. Yeah. Right? And we've all got, we all have friends. We've we all, all got community. two people. Yeah. So there's one eight. already. One person's got to sit out because we got nine. Well, but but here's the thing, though. So like a game like that, like so eight people, right? Eight people, eight people. Like that's so great. But like, here's the thing I don't understand. Why are they restricting from four down to three? What are these three person group co-op games now? I don't understand. Why are there three? What Destiny? made you like Destiny? It like, look, Destiny, Destiny In a world has four player activities, but but I don't understand why it's not four. Is it because it's too overpowered for the game? Because the mechanics would be broken if you went with four people into a strike? Uh, would like I know it would it make it more sense. fun. It, it would make it more fun, or or bump up the difficulty for the actual level when you play yeah. with more people, like Diablo does. 
Yeah, the more people are in, the more more people you get, more experience, you get more loot, you get more cool stuff. Why don't they do that in every game? Developers, all of you developers, you work hard. Do it more co-op games. And I know everybody that watches this podcast is going to say the same thing. They're going to be like, "Yeah, more co-op games. We're sick and tired of these single-player crap games. We want like, look, I'm just going to say this right now, like." More, I had to do it. I had to do it one time. The beep a doop a dee. But look, look, I'm just gonna say this right now more co op games when your friends get left out and you can't play with your friends or you can't play with somebody that's in your community or you know your wife and your kid want to play with you and they can't even play because you're playing a two player co op game and your kid has to sit out and eat Snickers on the side and be sad. That's not fun. That's not fun. More co op games. Can I tell you what's infuriating about Destiny to me? Is when I'm what? in a group of three people running around. We can't fit any more people in our little group, but yet we're running around in this world where there's other where teams other groups are. Yeah, around. other teams. All, this, all there's these like people there's like in the, in the seventy-eight people in the same yeah. map, but we can't. But we I can't, can't group bring up. more damn friend with me. Well, I well here here's I'm gonna I'm actually gonna dive into that. The reason why that actually is the way it is because when Destiny. No, no, I'm no. You listen to me, sir. You but, listen to me. Boy. Listen, listen to me, sir. No, but legitimately, the reason why is because they weren't dedicated servers when it first came out. And that sure. that's the reason why they didn't have designated de- be, 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 be. we they did not have designated they don't use that uh, they didn't have designated servers. So it was it was a little bit harder for them to be able to do that. But as the game started progressing and now we're which, by the way, can we all talk about this crossplay for Destiny? No more Huge. telling a friend that they can't play because they're on another console. Every game. Okay, developers, every, listen every to me again. Here are no developers. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me right now. Every game needs to be cross-play. Every company needs to work with every company. Every platform needs to be able to play with each other. Because then if they want to buy or your at least Nintendo, Xbox and PC, you know. If they want to buy your Nintendo Switch and they don't care about graphics, but they still want to jump in and play with their friends, then let them. If they want a Series X and they want to be on the best console ever, which I truly believe, uh, then you can play that. If you want to be on a PS5, then you can wait for an exclusive title to come out next year sometime and possibly maybe play with somebody but if you're on pc you can play with everybody except people who who literally cross play needs to happen though for so wait, wait, what is needs. what is sony's uh what is sony's only exclusive hold on, anymore hold on, hold on hold on hold on well horizon got pushed back horizon to 2021 or 2022 and they don't, they don't make have, uncharted don't anymore have anything coming out till 22 now yeah li- literally can you think of, like legitimately this is there any games coming out for PlayStation? Uncharted was the only game that I loved. PlayStation, God of War, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah. God of War. You didn't like God of War? No. You are a heathen. Get out of this podcast right now. Hey, God go of War is pretty stunning. God of War. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. Yeah, there's there's some fears in me when I play a video. If you shaved your head, you'd look like Kratos. Um. Yeah, I got it. Like I don't like there they were really big and it <laughs> that's kinda, what she said? It kind of scared me. Oh. Yeah, that's also probably what she said. Oh Jesus. That's why I don't that's why I don't play uh uh Sea of Thieves. I don't like being in the water. Oh yeah, he's afraid of the water. I won't play a game where he I have to go, go in the water. He, I had to get all You're the You're afraid of the myself. water? 
I had to play all. I had to get you know all how the to treasure swim? in Sea of Thieves. No, I, by I personally know how to swim, but I don't like when my character goes in the water because I don't like things underneath me. It freaks me out. So you want to know something funny? I have literally. I played Mass Effect Two, I think it was, and I had to go underwater, and I stopped playing the game completely. I was like probably twenty hours in and was just like, nope, done. Wait, what? Wait, not look, okay, real life, I can understand that because I hate being in the ocean, not being able to see under me because Megalodon is going to come up and bite my ankles. But you, in a game, cannot play a game. That is but, correct. Okay, so that, wait, you literally can't. So if you jump into Sea of Thieves and you look down, you're like, oh, I'm going to move. There's a shark in there? Nope. You did it's not, not go real. in the water. I'm not kidding. Look, I, look, we would be on the boat. No, listen, we'd look, be on look, the boat and there'd be that, the treasure that by treasure. myself. Anybody watching this podcast right now, just just so you guys know, video games are not real. They do not depict real it just life. Gives, it gives me this like something's behind me crawling on my back. I don't like it. Sharks I, don't crawl. I I understand that. <laughs> but then the freaking the freaking Megalodon and the uh, Kraken the, would come it, and I'd be like, I'd be in the very bottom. I'd just be p- fixing the boat. That's all I did because I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to see it. Fixing the boat. Just you, you know what's amazing about that? Can we can we just talk about how well the immersion of Sea of Thieves is? If that's it how was, you feel about it, it was great. Yeah, oh true. my god, it was it was great. And when even with the little shark, I and it's you so strong the immersion. Of uh, sea of are Thieves you gonna start seeing a baby shark right now? Is that my? No, I'm not. I'm not. Probably. Oh, yeah. All right, good. So many segues we can come from this right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that's a fear of mine in video games. I don't so, like so basically what you're saying is you don't like anything with tentacles and you don't like sharks crawling on you. That's correct. That's that's valid. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't argue against that. I don't want sharks crawling on me either. Well, I've yeah, not that they crawl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, that's saying. bizarre. In Andy's head, they crawl and underneath the seas. They crawl. They crawl the sea. No, I don't like it. Literally. You don't like squid billies, man? I've literally had to have my wife come into the room and I hand her the Give you CPR after you played Sea of Thieves? For her to get me past the level. It's okay, honey. You can breathe. It's fine. It's fine. You're alive. You're alive. The sharks are not crawling on you. a little better. He's getting PTSD from the crawling sharks. I used to be that way against like zombies and stuff like that. I didn't like that. But I'm better now. You just gave me double chin. I would never back play so Dead Space that? with me. Yeah, Dead Space is the best. I, would, I can't wait for the new one. Oh, speaking of, there's a new one coming. Yeah, that's nope. Be great. The 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 whole the the nursery scene, the most scary scene in video oh games. God. We tried to play Layers of Fear. It was a disaster. Oh my god! Really? It was just like that game was creepy though. Although I will tell you this, Layers of Fear. Nay, I have one of the best clips ever. She snuck up behind me. But for all who don't know, that's my wife. Uh, <laughs> I got behind me and and literally scared me. I screamed so loud, so loud. I sounded like a banshee. It freaked me out because I was sitting there and I was into the game. And it was like one of those moments where you're walking slow and you can hear everything creaking around you. And I went to the door and I'm like, no, 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 no. You just know something. It was like going to be a jump scare. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she comes up. She goes like this behind me. And I think I pooped myself. I literally think I shat right there in the chair. Like there was nothing. There was nothing that could. Yeah, I was done. That was it. That chair is it? No, I got a new one. That one got thrown away after that. The chair that you're sitting in now is just sopping wet from all the sweat. That look, you know what? Like I am. I, I'm not gonna lie. 
It's like a sauna in here. <laughs> it's very hot here. You look what? dry. So you do look very. You do, look, I don't sweat. Like, here's the weird thing about me. Like, I really don't sweat unless like I am like working out. But that's why I'm not lifting up my arms. Does it look wet? Look, it's shimmering. No, a little bit. it doesn't look wet. Uh, um, <laughs> can we never talk about this again? Do we go yeah, on? We go this out and post edit the movie TV or no? Because Drake earlier you said um. You, well, actually, you both touched on Final Fantasy VII being your favorite game, and Drake is that really your favorite game too? Oh, I, I absolutely love Final. Fantasy. In fact, I love it so much that I'm I have not played the remake in fear that it's going to ruin. Oh no! The game oh no! Me. It's better than the original. Is it? Oh yeah, dude. Take it from a guy who literally played that game so many hours. I think I had like six hundred hours on the original Final Fantasy VII because I, I kept going back. Four disc set. Oh yeah, dude. Everybody oh, has it. was great. Everybody I still have it. My PS2. I, I still I still have it up here. PlayStation right there. Set. Yep. I still yep. Have I have it. the I have the mess up case where it actually says Square on it. It didn't even say Square Enix. Oh nice. Oh, really? Or Square Soft. So There's Square another Soft. version of that that's the worth black more money. Yeah, black I have both of them. Um, now you said the that there was a didn't you say there was a deal going on for the Final Fantasy VII remake? Right yeah, now? it's uh, until the 19th, I believe. It is uh, quite a bit off right now. Um, I had to look it up. I thought you said they were giving something away. Yeah, I actually have it. I actually have it right here. Let me see. Let me pull that up for us. Um, Final Fantasy remake, the, the first part, I believe, was on PlayStation Plus for a hot minute. And they were actually giving it away. So, so right now, is, uh, is it episodic? Yes. Like it's, so, so, so I'll explain it. It's thirty-four percent off for limited time only, all the way until. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, yes, it is episodic. PlayStation Four is on sale for fifty percent off, and PS Five version is thirty-four percent off. But the digital version is a Final Fantasy VII remake. And then, uh, and then also to episode intermission. Uh, so I'll explain exactly what they're doing. So yeah, if you guys haven't picked it up and you want to play it, Andy, now is the time. Go do it uh, if right. you don't have it already. So a lot of people say it's episodic, but it's not. So basically, what they're doing is is they're bringing they're they're breaking up Final Fantasy VII remake into multiple parts, which why? technically. W but here's the reason why. So like without ruin without ruining it for you. Well, I've played the game. No, you played, played the remake. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. No, no, no. See, that's why I didn't want to. No, play no, it. just, just, just listen to me. Listen okay. to me. Sh well, shut your mouth. Shut, well, shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Listen. <laughs> All right, look. It's the same game, but it's not. Say what? Yeah. That's the okay. in-depth. I don't want to ruin it for you, man. Because the first time you yeah, play no, through it, you're going to be I like, "What the hell?" Because Sephiroth's in it a lot more. He's okay. not in it for like 12 seconds like he is in the first game. Right, 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 um, right. And and um, I'm just going to say this right now. Final Fantasy in overall is. Let, let's put it this way. Just think about it like Kang the Conqueror. OK, I'll say. Cool. OK, 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 OK. And anybody who knows the Kang Conqueror, oh. he, he is in multiple different multiverses. Ooh. And so we so have multiverse in Final Marvel. Fantasy. It, not in Final Fantasy. It, well, no, in, well, no. In, in Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, literally, that's what it is. It's a multiverse of Final Fantasy VII. But Kang, oh, that's cool. But Kang is actually because Final is, Fantasy is just a multiverse of Marvel. I mean, basically, uh, Sephiroth becomes Kang. 
Okay. Okay. Well, don't tell me. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. See, look, I'll keep talking about it yeah, because yeah, you're getting me all hyped up. Would you go play the damn game? You called yourself a Final Fantasy fan and haven't played it? What's wrong was, with you? What's wrong with you? For it to come out on PC like it should have. You're a PC. I am a PC. And get get play the game. Favorite game? I haven't even played it. My, so my uh my yeah, I have my shake your head at him. He deserves it. All the shaking of the head. Terrible. Like a terrible. Jet engine taking off when I turn it on. Well, get a PS5 scrub. Good luck with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> one of those. By the way, can we talk about this too? I, I just have to say it. I don't care. I'm throwing it out there. How is it the top selling game when nobody can get it? Or top selling system when nobody has seen one for like eight months? But it's not even that. They came out, they said that the, the PS5 is being sold at profit. Not How's, only sold, at profit. sold at profit. Not only sold at profit. Not even well, they're sold. No, no, they're no longer losing on the consoles as of like this month or something. But also on the flip side of that who has seen a ps5 has anybody seen one literally in the podcast comment below let us know have you seen a ps5 and walked in and they're just there at the store have you seen that like i haven't i have not seen it once since launch since launch i have not seen it you know how i got mine how'd you get yours all of them how'd you i bought mine i bought mine in a bundle for 750 bucks from some third-party website that i've never heard of and took a real big gamble hoping that it showed up and it did and i ended Fair up enough. getting and i ended up getting two controllers the system itself a charging dock the camera i got miles morales and uh demon souls it's a good all for 750 bucks yeah that's a good it's not bad is how is miles morales that look game looked dope it's Two. It's That's, that is an episodic. It, it should have been a full game and it wasn't. Miles Morales episodic? is my favorite. It, Why it, do I'm they just, do that? Look, I'm just gonna say this right now. It was a DLC for the original Spider-Man. But I will say this: like that, it is its own independent game. But Miles game. Morales is my favorite Spider-Man. I will say it till the end. I die. I love Miles Morales. He is the best Spider-Man, and I cannot wait. And there's already rumors that he is going to be introduced in this new uh Far From Home, and I hope to God because i want silk i want freaking gwenpool i want freaking oh, yeah. i want all the, the like anything with gwen yes oh they bring gwenpool and squirrel girl well squirrel girls is, dude squirrel girl is the best see you got you own two comics what do you know what happens if you wow. so <laughs> and how does that tie in with gwenum well, Gwenum is, is a whole nother thing. And, and Gwen, Gwen, oh, Gwen oh, literally okay. tries to kill Mary Jane. So in that whole yeah. series, which is crazy. Right. And it's actually really awesome because they end up because Mary Jane actually becomes Carnage in the new comic book series. And it's crazy. And she literally tries to kill Gwen. It's well, awesome. Right. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's really it's really. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you're such a nerd that so, you have comic books more than one. You would know these things. Yeah. So episodic titles, <laughs> we were just we were just kind of spitballing about this because <laughs> when it when it's when the game's introduced to you as an episodic title, right? We were talking about like Batman the Telltale series. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. It yeah. was it was a five episode series. You knew Life it going is strange. In. Each right, Life is Strange is another one. It's episodic. When games that when they come out and they end up being episodic when you don't know 
that it's, it's going to be that way. Do you get ultimately disappointed? Because for me, when let's just look at destiny, for example. Okay. The, when destiny one came out, the story was very bleak. It was very, yeah. it, it was very shallow. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then they kind of, fl- they, they flesh it out over the course of all of the expansions that they bring out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, raids and expansions and everything else in between. Right. Where there are other titles that when you buy them, you're getting these lengthy campaigns that are complete in the game itself. Right. Look at Arkham. Yeah. The Arkham games, the campaign, the whole thing is there. It's a lot of hours to go through an Arkham game. And to, for, if you're going to complete it like hundred percent, that's a, yeah. a lot of hours. It's a lot of yeah. time. Now, is it an, is it do you just get utterly disappointed when you find out that you're now going to have to spend not not 60 but and not even 120 but upwards of 180 dollars to get the whole story well okay so because so destiny me, i find it well, infuriating so so destiny i think learned its lesson and i think a lot of that had to do with activision originally and i've talked about this in depth numerous times Activision, obviously the same thing they're doing with the Battle Pass and the seasons on Call of Duty. One after another, they release these bleak, boring seasons with a couple new characters, and it's the same reskinned weapons, and and it's literally the same pattern that happened in Warzone that was happening in Destiny. Since Activision left and Bungie took over the reins, now all of the games went free on Battle or, or on uh, on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So there was one thing right. they weren't worried about making money. They were literally like, and I'm sure they worked out some kind of arrangement with Xbox and Microsoft, but, and so they're getting paid for that, obviously, because they have to make revenue. We all know that. But right. if you're already paying for something and you, and you get all that for free and you don't have to worry about buying all the extras because it comes with it. Now you get all the expansions just for doing what you already do. That's the way it should be. That's way that way. Episodic doesn't matter because then you're not paying for it each time. Now, when they do this, this is what I hate. Expansions you have to pay for. No, you don't. Not if you have. Not if you have uh, Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. Game Pass is one hundred percent free. Free. Free, but only on Xbox and PC. Everywhere else that you have to pay for them. But see, I like the way that like Call of Duty does it, to where you've you look, you pay for it once. Fortnite does the same thing. You pay for it once, and if you play the game and level up and do your things that you need to do, you get everything within the battle pass and some to then pay for it again. The next, the next, but here's, here's, here's the difference between destiny and call of duty. Call of duty's player base. Six times bigger than destiny's. Also, they also have huge financial backing from Activision and Activision is dropping astronomical amounts of money into it for publishing advertisement marketing so they have to make that money back and what they're doing is is they're yes they're showing you it but how many people do you know just buy the battle pass all the way to the end right off the bat they don't even they don't even earn through it how many people do you know because i know a lot of people that just do that they don't even wait they just buy it all the way through which is actually almost as expensive if not more expensive than the base game when you first buy it but then they release 12 of those throughout the year so by the time you get to the end of the year you've already spent a thousand dollars on a game that was 60 bucks yeah but like i i so there's he doesn't make you do that on oculus that i have that's uh it's 
Star Wars game. That's there's three the episodes. Beat Saber? Uh, no, 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 no. Are you talking about the one where you fight in the arena? No, it's neither one. It's a Star oh. Wars game. Um, so there's is, those are both Star Wars games. It's a uh, Star Wars, like Darth Vader or something. I don't remember. Oh, the Darth Vader game. Yeah. yeah. So there's three episodes, but a normal game on Oculus is around 30, like a big game is around 30. three episodes and they're all 10 bucks. Like I can understand that side of it a little bit. I'm going to pay 60 bucks for, and correct me if I'm wrong, Final Fantasy. And then when the next one comes out, do I have to pay again? So, basically, yeah. so like a game so, like yeah. that, right? I mean, yeah, if, it, if it's each kind one. of like if you're buying part one, so, and then so I'm going to buy part two, so then look, I'm going to here, here's By the, the end, I've got 180 bucks. So here, let me explain this this way. Okay, so Midgar in the original game was eight hours long. Total. Eight hours long total. When you play the remake, the whole game takes place in Midgar. And you could play up to 120 hours plus. So you're saying the game in itself is a complete game, even though the story isn't finished being correct. And okay. so what they're doing is, is basically think of a more of expansions than episodes, because it is literally a continuation of the story. But it takes a lot of development time to. So just imagine after you get out of Midgar, imagine how big the world is. Right. Yeah, the Golden saucer. Yeah. You go around the swamp. You go down, you meet up with Vincent the and you and the Chocobo breeding and all that Chocobo. stuff. Right. So they made Midgar eight hours, 120 plus hours. If you do all the DLCs and you do the hard mode and you do all the extra stuff. And then now they included this Yuffie story. The Yuffie story was 30 bucks. So it was like whatever. But it was cool because it was all new content. Right. Why? Why the stuff in Midgar was happening? So it's going simultaneously, yeah, but it's a different story. arc. It's a different arc. So in it, that was an episode because it was an episode outside of the main story. That is an episode to me. Whereas in the main story, that is a whole game. But they have because it is so ginormous, because right. if you think about it, they put it on four discs back in the day. Imagine now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is 80 gig games coming out in patches because it's too big to do in one game. There's just no way that nobody's going to download a 300 gig game. They'd be like, no. Yeah, I mean, why why do that when you have Call of Duty? <laughs> Pretty much, right? It's almost like, two hundred yeah. gigs, two hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, honestly, that's the difference. I get that a little bit better. I mean, and yeah. I understand the whole like, I love, I absolutely love Borderlands. I'm a huge fan of Borderlands, I and like, love Borderlands. I get, I get having the base game of Borderlands, and then the season pass that includes all the DLC. Like, yeah. I understand that side of it too. There's a lot of games that do that, but. To me, like like Avengers, right, 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 where a lot of people were upset about Avengers and oh, it sucks like you're not getting your games worth. OK, the, the campaign was 12 hours. What single player game do you know that's over 12 hours now? None. Like, I mean, Cyberpunk was, but that's still because you could do like a million things and it had multiple different stories and, you know, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, for a game of that caliber, when do you ever see a game that's over 12 hour campaign? You don't really see that as, very often. A game that is as linear designed as Avengers is to be over 12 yeah. hours. It's pretty, pretty impressive. Impressive. Exactly. So to be able to do that and then release stories. Every four months 
that continue that story and add new areas as you go throughout the year. They were the only issue that I have with Avengers is that they were trying to be too much like Destiny. You can't it's it, it, it's not a Destiny type game. Destiny is its own breed. Every single game that has tried to rework the first person open world RPG looter shooter like Destiny has failed. Outriders failed. It was great why it was there, but there's no way that they can continue that because you know how much money it takes to make an open world open source game like that where they can continuously just add. That's why they started shelving stuff and taking stuff out of the game or as they call it vaulting. Yeah taking old content out and bringing it back later and redoing it. But still what I honestly think, and this is what I've said about destiny numerous times is the reason why they're vaulting. They're taking it out, working on that content, updating it for next gen and they're yeah. adding the new content and then they're going to put it in a rotation. So all the old raids that we loved, instead of having them in all year, every single day, and you can go through all of them whenever you, want, which a lot of people want, it's just not feasible. Yeah. But what they could do is go this week. OK, you can play Vaults of Glass next week. You can play Crota next week. You can play Taken King next week. You can play the the Iron Wolves, uh, you know, the, the Wrath of the Machine. And you can play through all these old DLCs, but you only have a week and it's in a rotation this week. You can get this gun. And you know what? If you miss it, that's on you. Yeah. So and then that way, it's an interesting take. Um and it, it's 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 one approach that now Halo has kind of come around and they've taken a different approach with their battle passes, right? Whereas you pay when, it once. When now you pay it once, but not only that, like you can activate any prior battle pass you want. Whenever you want. Mm. And then but as soon if you deactivate it, then and you lose it. then you lose it. Right. Hmm. So you have to go back. You've got to go through that battle pass, complete it, and then you can move on to another one that you choose. But you always have to have it, that one active. Otherwise, you know, it resets and you got to go back and do it. Did they did they actually say with those battle passes, too, if you complete the battle pass, do you get to keep it? You keep or what if you, you earned. Yeah, well, you keep what you earn, correct? Yeah. So like, say, for if example, like it's 100 way, levels. If you yeah, if you like say it's 100 level levels one. and you beat it. Well, that's what I'm saying. So say, for example, you pay for the battle pass, you know, mm -hmm. and then the next one comes out, you get it for free. You right. beat that one. Then the third one, you get busy. Life gets hectic, crazy, and you only beat 25 levels in the 100 levels. Do you keep those 25 or do you lose the whole entire battle pass? That's those are the questions that they didn't really answer. I don't think. Did they? I mean, normal. I mean, normally all the other games I've ever experienced, you keep whatever you've gone up to. Unlocked. From what yeah. I understand, yeah. you keep what you've unlocked. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to it and then, but you can't, you can't work two battle passes simultaneously. Like you can only have yeah. one battle pass, activated one activated at a time. Yeah, that right. makes sense. I mean, it's from really everything cool and, approach, because you did, did it, you miss did, out on stuff. If you like, like you said, like life gets hectic or whatever. And I, yeah. you know, I'm so into what's go going back. on with halo and everything else. And then I miss it. And I'm like, I still regret even to this day. I still regret not completing the battle pass for Call of Duty when it was for Ghost. Because Ghost was my favorite character for Modern Warfare 2. I love that character. Of course, they killed him. You can him. go back and buy the character, can't you? So you can't buy the the skins that were tied to challenges. You can't uh -oh. buy. 
So there's like a Reaper skin for him. You can't get it. There's all this stuff. But I will never, like, unless they put it in a bundle, I will never be able to go back and get it. But Halo yeah. has completely circumvented that, and they said, nope, this is what well, you're going to be able to do. And that's well, fantastic. And, now, I would well, love to see what if, like, Destiny was, they already able do that. To, was able to put that in to the point where they said, well, you can activate any set of raids you want, but you can only have one active at a time. Well, that's that's what that this is my theory. I honestly think they're just going to put them in a rotation, which would be fine, because honestly, like if if it's like a raid that you're really anticipated, they'll release like the rotation cycle, yeah. like in advance and like a battle pass, like type like. So say, for example, like season 15, we don't know the name of it yet. It's going to be announced in two weeks. Uh, they just announced some of the mods today because there was a bunch of likes on Twitter. But one thing that Destiny is doing, and a lot of people don't know this, is that those old skins those old ornaments those old things that we all may have liked in a previous battle pass they're adding it to the loot pool after the season ends and then you can get it through just random drops which is pretty cool so if you super low percentage no it's actually not that bad but the thing is it's more for the cosmetic side of it than more so the the actual because destiny has never been like battlefield or Battlefront 2, where like you could buy something and automatically be stronger. They've never been like that. Right. A lot of people hated on the Eververse when it first came out in D1. We all remember that debacle because everybody's like, oh, you got to buy everything if you want anything. Well, they have sections like that. But what they've been doing is, is they they do release it. If you're impatient, you don't want to wait. They'll release it for silver. You can buy it right then there like any battle pass or anything else if you want it right then and there. But what they're doing now is after like a couple weeks or maybe they wait a season. So everybody, you know, they wait a while and then they'll bring it back and they'll bring it so you can buy it for Bright Dust, which is just in-game currency. So it gives you the option if you really want to wait. It's more for the impatient people who are like, I need this now. Oh, my God, I need this skin. It's so cool. But, you know, but that is your choice. You are not forced to buy anything. And a lot of people like, oh, they're locked behind paywalls. And I'm like, no, they're not. They're literally like you can wait and get it later but what happens if i want it now i have to wait for two seasons to get it yeah that's personal right that's yeah that's that's a personal choice that that is literally not that is not that that's not them making a mistake they literally are giving everybody the opportunity to buy it if you can't buy it then later on it comes into the pool and you're like oh my god and there's stuff that comes into the pool all the time like they'll have it in the store that you can just go in and just buy it for bright dust weekly or you may you may maybe miss the shader and you're like, oh, I want that shader or, oh, my God, there's a new ornament for this weapon. So they're they're definitely learning from their mistakes. And that's the one thing I will give to Bungie and Destiny as a whole. Their community, they listen too much. That is the one issue that I have. They listen to the community way too much. You remember when a game would come out and that's the game you got. If you didn't like yeah. it, you didn't play it. Struck it up. Yeah, if you, yeah. you were like, literally, if Super Mario Brothers 3 came out and they listened to all the people's bitching and griping and complaining, the game would have never came out. Or we would have had, instead of Raccoon Mario, we would have had, you know, fucking, who knows? I don't even know. Like, I, I can't even think of another costume. Like, we would have had Kitty Cat Mario. Nobody knows. You know, that came out later. I don't know. You don't get what I'm saying, yeah. though. Yeah, like meow, meow, meow. They did have that skin eventually come out. You climb up walls with Princess Peach. It was cool later on. But besides the point. So but what I'm saying is, though, is that like 
sometimes people's community and feedback is definitely valid. Like there are certain things that are broken in PVP. There are certain things that need to be fixed and addressed that definitely are. Everybody is having the same issue. But when you start nitpicking stuff and everybody's like, oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. I don't like this. Ah, this You're still playing this game. You haven't installed this game yet. It's like people like that. And that's a lot of Reddit. We all know how Reddit is. You dive into that and it's literally, you haven't, you're still playing that garbage game? You haven't installed it yet? Oh, they like, said what? that about Apex when we were still playing Apex. Oh, you're not playing Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah and now everybody's that, playing like, Apex. But, but you know what, though? I've said, it. I've said it since the very beginning. Warzone was going to fail because Activision was in charge. I am still a strong believer that Activision is a plague on the gaming industry because they use their power to push product. And it's like poker, right? If you got somebody who's sitting at the table and they have all the chips, they can bluff everyone at the table and it doesn't matter because all they had to do is go all in and you had to fold. You know what I mean? And you could be that gambling guy, but you're not going to throw in your whole pot and everything that you've earned all night just to try to prove a point. You're going to be like, nah, it's okay. I'm going to keep this. And that's what ends up happening in the industry. That's yeah. the best analogy I can get. And Activision does that all the time. They force push people. They go in and go, okay, we got all the money. If you want to succeed, you have to do what we say. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll do this. It's not what we no, want. I mean, and everybody rolls over because that's the, that, you know, that's the mentality of the gaming industry, that, which yeah. is shitty. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that way. It should not be where the guy with the most money or the most power is in charge. It shouldn't be that way. It should be. That's why indie development. That's why one thing I love, like ID, like all the indie development stuff that like ID Xbox. Xbox. Started, yeah, it, that's amazing because it gives gamers the opportunity to make their own games and let the public decide if those games are good. You know what I mean? If they want to invest a bunch of time, there's so many indie games that we did not think were going to be good that ended up being just like, oh, my God, Journey on PlayStation was a prime example of that. That was an indie based game, you know, what was and, that cup game that was really hard. Cuphead. Cuphead. Cuphead yeah. yeah. And they're coming out was, with the second one. It was an indie game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was an indie game as well. Yep. Indie that game. game was so dope. It was so, hard. It was, yeah, I was just saying. And then also another co-op game. <clears throat> Remember Inside? Was oh, yeah. Inside. Back, yeah. Uh, Limbo. Limbo, yeah, Limbo was another good one. Uh, man, there's so many games that were like Ascent. Was Wasn't that Ori? an indie game? Ascent Ori been, was Ori the first Ori, Ori was originally, was I think, game. an indie game. Ori was, great. and then they were bought up by Microsoft because it was too good to not, you know, right, yeah. and the the visuals, the graphics, the gameplay, the story, the that that pulled your emotions yeah, in every yeah, direction. The game was really good. There's so many good games, so many good games that were indie games that you just play and you're just like, oh. Oh, oh, Yarny. Oh, was yeah, that little, little yarn thing with unraveled. the little look like yeah, unraveled. unraveled. Yeah, 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 there yeah. you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Little big planet. You know what? You know what's really funny is I always compare uh, Unravel with Knack. Remember Knack for PlayStation? And they were like, no. Pre that was the one with the, like all the Legos where like you would get broken up and it, they were pushing it for a PS4 launch title. And the game came out and everybody's like, what is this? And Unravel reminded me of that, but except Unravel was like just an emotional roller coaster. That game was about like people right. passing away and it was so sad was and it was like depressing. It was interesting, but it, like you have a game like that and then you have Knack who was just like, what is this crap? Like, I'm sorry, there were certain games that just came out. You know, the, you know another game that started off as an indie game and ended up got picked, got picked up was uh, was uh, 
uh, Sunset Overdrive. That was originally an indie game, and then yeah. and then and then uh, the company that made that was a fun game, Insomniac. Uh, Insomniac, yeah, and Insomniac they're a huge company now. Yeah, they got bought by huge PlayStation, company. right? They got bought by PlayStation, so we may get a Sunset Overdrive over there. I doubt it, but it would be nice. Yeah. I, would love that. I understand their contract's almost up. Yeah, well, okay. if that oh, I'm going to tell you right now, if Insomniac leaves PlayStation and comes to Xbox, it's over for PlayStation. Oh, I will say that right now. I will say I mean, it right now. Almost over for PlayStation. I mean, there's a lot Game of people Pass that alone is pretty much decimated. Yeah, that Game market. Pass just, look, I don't I don't 27 look, out of 30. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this right now okay? before everybody like uninstalls the Internet and freaks out right now. PlayStation does have great games. They do. But the problem is with this industry with PlayStation is, is that I feel like a lot of the time PlayStation is so greedy with how they push their products. They were the last ones to jump in for crossplay for Fortnite and look at how popular Fortnite is and how much more money they make because they decided to finally buckle. If they would just go with the flow with some of these things Man, we would have so many more amazing things. We really would. We well, really look would. At Destiny. Look at Destiny on PlayStation. It's not free on yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. And you got to pay for it. And you can't play with anybody. But, but, but also, too, on the flip side of that, too, is that when crossplay comes out, we're never going to have to worry about that. We're, you're going to have these PlayStation people playing with Xbox. And, you know, I've said this time and time again. How do you end a rivalry? You let everybody bring play. Bring them together. You let them play together because guess what happens? Then you have people on PlayStation playing against Xbox. And and then right there, you can see who's the better gamer. It's just like yeah. any tournament or anything else. You can actually be like, hey, oh, no, PlayStation is so much better. Xbox is so much better. OK, let's play 1v1. It's crossplay now. Let's go. 1v1 me, dude. Yeah, it's like pretty much it. Yeah. I... Come on, man. Give me, give me all the V-Bucks. I want them. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, that's pretty much it. Man, yeah, I'm not I'm not really a huge uh, Xbox versus PlayStation rivalry person, honestly. I think, you know, you're going to play on whatever you have. Yeah, it, it's I all about the games. I don't it's like a the idea of the only console left. Like, even Nintendo Switch is working with Xbox to try to get Xbox Game Everybody Pass is. onto the Switch. Yeah. Like it, it's it's insane to think like this one console yeah. is just holding out just for the sake of holding out. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Just makes it doesn't no make any sense. sense. For and the, and a lot of people, and all the PlayStation fanboys, before you get upset and get riled up, sense whatsoever. literally, here's the thing. This is what we're saying. It's all about the games. We don't care about the consoles. We don't care if you play on PC. We don't care if you play on Xbox. We don't care if you play on PlayStation, Nintendo. If you're only classic console games, what it really comes down to is the games. The games are what bring us all together. More co-op games, more cross-play. Devs, listen to me, please. But legitimately, those things are what everybody wants. If everybody can play together, then who cares what console you're on? Then you can play whatever console you want. You can gripe and complain and be that master race person all you want. But nobody likes an elitist. Nobody likes an elitist. Yeah. Like, no matter no matter what console you're on, nobody like oh, PlayStation better, Xbox is better. Now, bang for your buck, Xbox is winning that run right now because Game Pass Ultimate is the best value in video games, hands down. You know why? Because it's on cloud, it's on PC, and it's on Xbox. I don't it's think I've bought a video game in a long time. You don't it's been a while. To. You don't yeah, really need to. It's been a while. All, all of it's been on... 
It's everything comes out on Game, Game Pass, Pass, and that's what I was mentioning that. And I played PC day one, E3, day one, which uh, is even at, crazier. At E3, they showed off 30 games for, for Xbox, 27 of them are on Game Pass. 27 yep. out of 30 it's new about, releases for this year. Plus and that's not, that, that was and that was just their new releases. That wasn't even all the indie games or anything yeah. else in between. There's probably over 150 games well, that are all free. The existing library. It's massive. Yeah, yeah right. it's now, well, I think we we actually did the research on this. It was 396 games the last time we looked it up. It's probably more now. It's 396 more. games. They have started cycling them. They've started well, that was in May though. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they well that was one of the games they just took off Game Pass on. They're taking it down on the fifteenth. They're taking Final Fantasy seven seven now right out of the Game Pass. And but you know what though, everybody got an opportunity to play it for what two three months. Yeah, it was a long yeah. time. It gives you plenty of time to play that game. And if you really enjoy it, that's how developers make and even then more they money. They release it. it onto the Xbox. Well, I, just literally though. But I'm just saying in general that they'll buy it if they truly enjoy the game. Right. That's how Xbox. That's how Game Pass is so amazing. They let you try it out, and you love it so much that you, you buy it, because you know it's not going to be there forever. Well, they're all available, and plus they give you a discount because you're a Game Pass owner, mm-hmm. and so EA as well. Store and EA is now included inside yeah. Game Pass. Now that oh. not the, unfortunately, it's not EA Play Pro, which yeah, have been. I mean, that would have pretty much. It would have been great, but. Biggest um, can. Well, actually, no, actually, if you have Game Pass, just regular Game Pass, not Ultimate, that is EA included. But I think if you have Game Pass, I, I, I'm pretty sure on this, but I could be wrong. I think if you have Game Pass Ultimate, it does include EA Plus. Uh, you are incorrect. It, is it? In, in, it is in, not uh, EA Play Pro. I thought they just changed that recently, though. It's too bad. No, it's not. I wish it okay. was, but it's not. Oh, that sucks. Well, it would be nice because then I'd have Battlefield when it came out, and that and that will be the next game I actually have to purchase. Yeah, have to is, is Battlefield. I will be playing that too because I already played it and pretty awesome. It's it's very very exciting. Looking. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but I actually like. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. About and that you know game. what? You know what it reminds me of? Modern Combat. Remember that Battlefield? Yeah. Yep. That was my best Battlefield, other than Bad Company. God, I didn't like four. I hated four. Everybody Bad coming to me was just the the narrative of everything was fun, and it, yeah, like, it was it was it was, it was playful. Like yeah, if you put very, us very in a in title. a platoon together and ran <laughs> us through for a for a for a gold heist, we, everything would go yeah, wrong. Yeah. Bad Company Two was outstanding. Yeah, um, it was so good. They're supposed to be making the, a third one, but who knows? I I thought that's what we were gonna get. Actually, yeah, I really yeah. thought this was gonna be Bad Company Three. And um, you saw they had the little grenade with a little smiley face on it in the yeah. trailer. Yeah. Um, well, maybe that'll be a DLC pack. Maybe it'll come out mm-hmm. and we'll get to play those characters in the game, which would be a smart tactic be for them. Fun. It'd be pretty cool. You get to play all the old characters, you know? And EA, wasn't EA also the one with, uh, what was the game that had the masks? Remember? And it was two Army people. Army of Two. Army of Two. two yeah. That was EA too, was wasn't it? Fun game. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that game was fun. The first one was really good. The second one was kind of meh. But the but imagine if they released those characters in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like X Defiant, you know, for Ubisoft right now, they're including like, you know, Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed and all these into their characters for the multiplayer and with real gunplay. And, you know, like I actually ran into somebody today that was actually at the bar and they were telling me they were like, they were like, you know, I played it. It was OK. I'm like, it's the beta. What do you? It's it's a beta. This is the, this is like the it's not coming out for two years. Like what do you what what do you mean? 
what like how can you just like automatically it's shut a, it off it's a, like, yeah it's a long way out yet but yeah yeah like uh, that's the one thing that when people get upset at betas like how many people are outraged at the halo beta like the shaders and like the way that things looked and i'm like look it's an early production beta this is like they're not going to put all the details all the bells and whistles and render everything out so you can get your satisfaction for two days yeah shut up there's also people that would be the end of their experience with halo yeah with the full package they'd end up walking away after that they would be like yeah yeah i played halo but yeah you didn't really so yeah betas there's always been that whole argument about like whether or not they should even release a beta or a demo Remember, yeah. you used to be able to get demos on Xbox. You used to be able to just yeah, you would get them. You would get them in the map yeah. pack. Remember, remember the map packs for Halo Two. You get the map packs. You buy those after, and you you would have to buy the map packs on a separate disc, which I still have. I'm literally looking at it right now. Actually, it's up on my shelf. So it's it's just interesting that people get really upset about demos. I don't really understand it, but you know, they, no. they there's also that it should be. Well, not only that, but it it should be indicative of what the game's going to be like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's just it's a small taste, and that's like it's it's just it's just to wet wet the taste buds, man, and and let you see what they've been working on, and then hey, this is just the taste. Like this is what's going to yeah. be happening. Yeah. Well, what they really don't get upset because the, it doesn't have don't. perfect shading on the door. Like what? What they really want is constructive feedback. So they're only going to get that from maybe ten to fifteen percent of the people that play that. Yeah. Like the actual no, content that's, developers, that's, creators. That's the valuable part of putting it out for them is then people yeah. go online and be like, ah. Oh, well, those are also stress tests right. too for the servers. That's another big thing that they do. They do stress <laughs> tests to kind of see how the servers are going to hold up for launch day. Right. But it's like, well, the, the guns didn't. Which never works. Guns didn't feel right to me. Which, didn't which feel smooth. anybody who plays Destiny knows that that never freaking works because we're in queue for the first four hours of a new launch game. Every, I mean, like, and and that's that's pretty much any new game now at this yeah. point. Like anytime launch day is so, you know, one game. I will say this: there is one game to this day that I have never had a launched new season bust. And guess what it was? Can you guess? Shoot, Larry. <laughs> I literally <laughs> I yeah. to that. No, literally uh, Fortnite. Great demos. Fortnite. Fortnite. Every single on their launch day, you literally get in the game the second it goes live. There That's is no point. downtime. There is no. There's no. Are like, any hiccups you, on the events and stuff like that? No, like, nothing, dude. It's like so seamless. Like you literally log in and you're in point. the game and you're playing. Like there is no issues. Like I have never had an issue with Fortnite They're jumping in. into a black hole. Well, well, that was a great like how many people were riled oh up about God, that for four days. So like great. that was that was, was the really best funny. marketing strategy ever. So and it was good. a big troll for them. It was awesome. It but worked. like even so, like, yeah, it did because they got a lot more people paying attention to them. And they, they trended on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. I mean, it was a great way to get advertisement out there. And now they have every licensing contract in the world. And a great so, way to change a map. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could just go back in time like 20 years and, and do a 1984 version of the same map if you wanted. I mean, that's a that's a strategy too, I guess. I'm not even... That's what made me uninstall the game. Uninstalled. You want to talk about trolling your audience. That was the worst. That was that? The absolute worst. Literally the, the worst. That was literally the worst 
ever. They were hyping that up so much that it was going to be oh, so yeah. cool. New map, then, new map, new map. And then it was literally the same map. Same map. There's a few POIs. <laughs> a satellite crash? Yeah. You can go on the gondolas all you want. <laughs> have fun. You can yeah. go back and forth. Yeah, I can drive a motorcycle. I do like oh the God. motorcycles. All right. Well, well, uh, I will say this because we we are. are we, where are we on time? Are we're we're literally fifteen back. minutes out. We're fifteen minutes out here. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, you know, we've hit a lot of topics today, and this is just the first of many episodes. Sure. Um, and uh, this is just kind of an introduction to the banter and going back and forth. It's going to get uh, a lot crazier as we progress. We're going to get a lot more content. We're going to be getting a lot more stuff. Uh, to kind of talk about, we're going to try to hit the topics every single Friday, obviously, because Friday is normally after everything hits throughout the week. Um, you know, we may have special episodes where we launch stuff. We're all going to be doing our individual segments and stuff that we can bring out and talk about. And I think like as we progress and and we build as a podcast and, and we we've all been chatting and playing games for a while now together. So we're pretty good at like bantering, but it's going to be fun to bring new people on the podcast and have fun with that. And, you know, uh, you know, I hope for everybody who tuned in and 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 literally like had fun with us today. I mean, this is just like I said, the first of many. We have had so many topics to talk about. Um, obviously, I hope you guys all enjoy Diablo today. Uh, I know there, it's kind of a hit or miss topic right now. Are you going to play it? Are you not because of the Activision scandal? Are you going to play uh, Assassin's Creed today? Because the attack of Paris officially went live in the DLC. Are you going to go out and see Free Guy in the movie theater? Are you going to watch Titans today, season three? There are so many things that went live today. And our goal is to make sure that we're covering those each and every week. So with all that being said, um, for everybody who is tuned in on iTunes or Spotify or Google podcast or wherever you're listening. If you're on YouTube, if you're on TikTok, there's going to be bloopers from this. We're going to do our best to cover as much funny moments, things we discussed, all the intakes, outtakes, everything that we, you know, uh, crawling sharks to giant squids and not being able to see the bottom, the four squares in the background that we still don't know what the hell they're for with Andy's background. Uh, you know, Hypermind and his amazing graphic design that he created all these amazing visuals that you guys see here. And honestly, guys, we have so much stuff in store for you guys. So with that, I would say this is a good place to wrap. And uh, I guess we say goodbye. Episode one wrapped. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, wrapped. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for that input. I appreciate it. More. Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, we, we did, we, co we covered a lot of stuff today. Um, probably a lot more than we've intended. And that's the entire point of part of the distractions. You know, we're not always going to stay on topic. Yeah, we, we didn't stay on topic. We, not we, at all. We had we actually our run to is nowhere close to what nowhere we even near. <laughs> we went all over the place, and that that's that's kind of how the way. That, and hopefully, like where you got for for yeah, more yeah. discussion and more yeah. more to even talk about. And we've got you a lot more to us next week. Traffic on the way to work. There and make go. make sure you check out all of our individual stuff. And you know, if you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description. It'll actually be uh, right here, right, right there. Everybody point at your spot where it's going to show up. Right, right down right, low. Right there. Down right, low. Right there. 
yeah so it's also in the description it's also in the description too but, <laughs> but besides the point too yeah make sure you follow the lost drake hypermind and andy roop on all of our social media platforms and we do have a website with merch live we already launched all of that it's going to be at pardon the distraction.com make sure you guys go over there all of our uh podcast uh information will be there along with updates we're gonna have a blog there updating discussing topics that you guys can chime in you can also make an account on the website so that way you guys can chime in even more over there uh we are we are soon going to open up the discord we created a discord for everybody to jump in but we are fine-tuning that that will be coming here in the near future um and then not only that here on youtube of course we're going to be here every single friday we are planning on launching this every single friday along with other segments as we progress and get in sync and get everything going as we bring more people on and uh, i think it's going to be a cool perspective to talk about a lot of different topics from other people's perspective we're going to be bringing a lot of amazing women from the industry on board we're going to be bringing people that have been voice actors and part of major video games that may or may not already came out we're going to have people that are going to come on here just for comedy and just goofing around and and shooting the shit with us and you know this podcast as a whole is just here for us to be able to vent our frustrations about the video game industry or maybe just talk about our happiness of the video game industry and share that experience with each one of you guys. So if you guys are here listening to us each and every week, we appreciate it. Make sure you guys drop a like, follow and make sure you guys subscribe. Push that little bell on the YouTube channel so that way, you know, when we go live, if we do any live events, or if you just want to know when our next video is posted up. So we plan on doing this. And if we do it right, we should have plenty of content pumping out for you guys. And uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. What did he say?